This podcast was created as part of the Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Welcome to the first episode of What's the Hype with Perfunctory. My name is Ravdeep Anand and together we'll be going on a journey of 20 episodes for our first season. I have been thinking about starting a podcast since a while and I believe there couldn't be a better time to begin than now. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, but the good folks at India Film Project and Anchor have been helping out a lot. All right, since this is the first episode, I thought I'll take a while to explain what we're trying to do with the podcast and how do I see this evolving over the next 20 weeks. Perfunctory is primarily a newsletter that I write every week. Well, almost every week, and I cover topics that I personally want to know more about. Now the podcast will work as a supplement to this newsletter but with the podcast we get the opportunity to approach things in a new way that is mainly through guests that we might be able to call for topics that we discuss in the newsletter this gives a new perspective to every topic we are discussing since my thought process might be very different from people already working in these fields so in short we'll try to create a killer ecosystem of well researched easy to understand information about things that might or might not be that important in the future With that being said, let's move on to discuss what's the hype with NFTs. Let me guess. You've been hearing about NFTs from every crypto bro on your Instagram feed, your WhatsApp group that discuss investments all day, or even your favorite live guru preaching to you about their NFTs rather than the life lessons and you're just wondering what the hell are NFTs? First, let's see what NFT stands for. NFT stands for non-fungible token. So what is non-fungible exactly? It means that they are not interchangeable. Let me give you an example. If I give you 50 rupees and take 50 rupees from you, we both still have 50 rupees in value. Hence, a currency note is fungible. NFTs are unique and are not tradable one to one, like a 50 rupee note. Each NFT is exclusive to its owner. Hence, they are non-fungible. These NFTs are digital assets that are stored in a digital ledger called the blockchain and whatever happens on the blockchain always stays on the blockchain to buy these nfts one needs cryptocurrency like ether etc and you have to go onto these platforms that allow you to trade these nfts from other people all right let me give you an analogy to better understand how nfts work imagine the events of the movie jingle all the way happened this year along with the physical renditions of the turboman doll The company that makes it decides to sell digital renditions of the doll as well. Now the only problem here is that digital renditions are fungible in their present form as in they can be copied x number of times sent to x number of people and all of these people would have the same picture. Let's assume this picture is named Turboman 123. This is exactly the case where NFTs help. Now when a customer, let's call them Amy, buys the NFT for a Turboman picture It won't just be a copy of Turboman 123. It would be a digital certificate of authenticity that Amy is now the owner of the file which has been transferred to them on a particular date and for a particular amount of money. Since the blockchain is involved, so the details of this exchange cannot be deleted, duplicated or tampered with. The NFT is the proof that you own the original rendition of a digital asset that you can flex in front of your friends and family like they care. There are several types of NFTs being minted which can range from artworks, music, tweets, gifs, videos or even articles. So what else do sellers get besides cryptocurrency? 
Well, there are certain provisions that creators can set in their NFTs. One of them is the ability to set a royalty that the creator receives on every subsequent sale of that particular NFT. This allows them to have a steady source of income throughout their life every time the NFT gets resold on the secondary market. There are certain reselling platforms like Super Rare, Foundation, OpenSea, etc. Okay, let's move on to a different topic now. Let's talk about NFTs in the scope of the music industry. Just like art, musicians have also started minting songs as NFTs, selling original recordings, mint concert tickets, live performances, live streaming, and also their digital artwork. Now, let me give you some examples of the artists who are actually doing this. In case of music tracks, there's an electronic artist called Blau who sold his album Ultraviolet as an NFT for its third anniversary, setting the record for the highest price paid for a single NFT at that time. This price was $3.6 million. In total, he sold 33 tokens at various prices, but the highest tier included a custom song with the winner's creative direction, unreleased music unlockable at Blau's website, 11 songs on Ultraviolet and a vinyl edition of the album. Blau gamified the last minutes of his auction when every new bid that was happening, the auction got extended. And that's when the prices really started to soar. Combined, Blau made $11.7 million that night. Blau was always deeply embedded in the blockchain meta even before NFTs became a thing. Previously, he has organized a blockchain-powered festival that allowed attendants to use crypto to buy tickets, merch, food, etc. Let's talk about live streams and live performances. Umek a techno DJ, tokenize his live gig and live streams. The idea of using NFTs to book artists for a live stream gig could also bring this concept closer to smaller artists who can't possibly generate the same amount of buzz as headliners. Okay, let's talk about ticketing now. Kings of Leon were the first band to release their album as an NFT, but more interesting was that they worked with their ticketing partner Yellowheart to bundle it with concert tickets. They created three editions of the token. One gave the buyer a digital download plus a vinyl edition of the album. The second came with a unique piece of art. And the third included four front row tickets for future tours. But as with everything that starts, there is a time period where the fad overtakes sustainability of the medium in question. Although these musicians that I've spoken about have successfully made money off of NFTs, this will not work for everyone. Scams, easy distribution of files on the internet and high gas fees can really hurt independent artists and artists with smaller fan bases who might not have any other revenue stream to support them. I believe only time will tell how the NFT space evolves as it's still in its very nascent stages, but the prospects look very good to me. I am personally more inclined towards seeing how the resale market demand for these NFTs develops, which is the reason why people are spending a ton of money right now in the first place. If you're a musician, artist manager, label head who is looking towards the NFT route for your career, I would love to get in touch with you and discuss more on how you plan to take it forward. Do reach out to me on Instagram or on Twitter, I will be more than happy to help out. Personally, I feel very, very bullish about NFTs being minted by Indian musicians, independent or signed. On the hype scale, I give NFTs 7 out of 10. We're just seeing the first wave right now and there is definitely room for way more improvement. If you're still here, thank you for giving me your time and listening to the start of this epic journey that we're on. You can sign up for Perfunctory's newsletter with the link in the description of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at perfunctory.club. Do follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to get regular updates. Thank you and see you in the next one.